0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Toolbox. My name is Laquita Monley, and I'd like to take the time to give each of you a very special welcome to the show today. I'm excited that you all have joined us, and it is my desire that you will be blessed with tools that will help you grow as an entrepreneur, as well as tools that you will find valuable for your own personal growth and development. Today's show is sponsored by Covenant Press. We all know the importance of how we represent ourselves, the things we say and the things we do influence the people around us. It's all about the message we are sending, including the things that we wear. Christians can be more aware of the message we bring to others in their clothing with Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith based Christian apparel and accessory store that is fearfully and wonderfully made. If you want to wear the message of Christ and Christianity, then go to their website at covenantpress.com. That's www.covenant-press.com. For the next 24 hours, you will get half off the purchase of $40 or more using discount code FAVORED at the checkout. Sign up and become a member to receive points for future purchases. Again, that's CovenantPress.com. www.covenant-press.com to get half off your purchase of $40 or more using discount code FAVORED at the checkout. Tell your friends and family about CovenantPress.com so we can all share the message. That's wwwcovenant press.com. Welcome to Laquita's Toolbox, where we deliver relevant content in the form of tools that empower entrepreneurs to elevate personally and professionally. Good is only good until greater is envisioned. You know there's another level in you. Here, we discuss the tools to get you there. Lean in as Laquita and her guests present you with strategies and insight for unlocking your full potential to realize your boldest dream. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in and joining us for another amazing episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I'm your host, Laquita Monley, and I'd like to thank each and every one of our returning listeners, as well as uh, those of you that may be um, tuning into the podcast for the very first time. Thank you guys so much. And if it is your first time, please, whatever your favorite podcast listening platform is, go ahead and subscribe or follow us. And after the episode, guys, if you love what you hear, I would really appreciate if you leave us a review and a rating and also if you don't like what you heard please leave us a review and a rating as well because we I want to know what I need to do to improve because my goal is to provide tools to help each of our listeners grow as entrepreneurs as well as tools that they can use for their own personal growth and development and if you feel like I'm slacking in some areas I want to know that so we can go ahead and make some corrections but today I have a great guest. His name is uh, Dr. Ian Brooks. And I um, we met up a couple of weeks ago, had a phenomenal conversation. And I knew that uh, Dr. Ian was definitely someone that I wanted to have on the show because he has some amazing value to give. And today we're going to be discussing a topic that many of you um, We'll, I hope we'll find valuable, we'll be talking a bit about the transition that it takes to go from employee to entrepreneur and some of the tools that uh, that you would need and talk about mindset and just several other things. So please, if you don't have anything to write with and the write-on, do that right now. Get you something to write with and the write-on because you're going to want to take notes and you definitely will want to hear this one over and over again. Hello, Dr. Ian. How are you today?
1: I'm doing wonderful, Laquita. How about yourself?
0: Oh, I'm doing great. I cannot complain. It's a, it's another amazing day. Uh, great to be alive.
1: Absolutely. Giving us an opportunity to expand on our possibilities. Uh, I love it.
0: Day. Yes. <laughs> and let's expand on those possibilities. You know, I, I, I love that you said that because sometimes we don't, we're so busy looking at the things that are not working that we Thank don't you. take the time to see the possibilities.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's so much uh, in our day-to-day lives, heck, in the news that are fraught with keeping us right in our box, trapping us in fear, and quite frankly, it's using each moment, each day as an opportunity to say, you know what, how can I expand? And that I'm not necessarily defined by the box that I'm placed in or find myself in at the moment, um, that each day offers that possibility to do something different, and all comes down to choice. So uh, a key, key component of which I look at entrepreneurship and even just personal development is that I do have a choice and I'm treating each day as though I have a possibility to do something different.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. We we have a choice and every day that we're blessed to open up our eyes and and have functionality and 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 to continue in whatever our normal is, it's full of possibilities. We just have mm-hmm. to um we have to see it. My husband says often, you know, your perception is your reality. When we switch that perception and begin to see things differently, mm-hmm. our responses become different. And it opens up our mind yeah. to the possibilities.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, can't agree. couldn't agree more.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. So listen, Dr. Ian, for those that, that are listening and they don't know who you are, tell mm-hmm. us a bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah, well, hello to everyone. Pleasure to speak with you today. Uh, as Aquita mentioned, I'm Dr. Ian D. Brooks, I'm the CEO and founder of Road Smith Consulting which is a personal and professional development firm uh, focused on in creating, creating new opportunities and people's how. Um, on, in addition, I'm the author of the book, Intention, Building Your Capabilities to Transform Your Story. Uh, this book is really a guide to assist individuals in personal development, taking them from what they believe they can do and understanding their plan. I'm helping them through this book be their guide on their path to get there. Um, I've been working in the field of psychology and personal development for about 24 years. I started off working as a clinical psychologist in a 24-hour lockdown ward. Um, That experience then transferred over to working with organizations, organizations such as Nike, Shondaland, Netflix, IBM, etc., to actually help those organizations and their employees transform in different ways. And as such, I truly do have a passion for seeing people grow seeing people be better today than they were yesterday.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, you, you, your first position was literally baptism by fire. That's what that, that is.
2: <laughs> that's yeah, what that, I would I, call absolutely. it. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely,
0: <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about, um, I mean, those are some great companies and we're going to talk about mm-hmm. Shondaland, especially just cause I'm curious, but, mm-hmm. um, but your first experience, uh, that first work experience there, yeah why Why did you pick it
1: yeah one of my my first work experiences obviously being working in the clinical field really started off with what my passion was and currently is and that is wondering why people do what they do but also helping them be better um working a 24-hour lockdown ward obviously you can imagine dealing with a number of of individuals of whom are you know mentally not as stable that They have chemical imbalances, so there's a lot more going on with them than your normal person. So making sure that they have the right medication, making sure they have the right support and care inside that facility, as well as the support and care that they needed outside of that from a familial standpoint or environmental perspective, really to see them grow and actually, more importantly, stabilize on a consistent basis. And I tell you, it was an outstanding experience. One that I learned so much about my clients and how people actually interact while also understanding and growing as an individual because I learned so much about myself and how I take on information of others as well as what do I do with that information so that I am actually giving myself um, Mm self-care along that personal journey. And as such, that's made me a better coach and executive development person and leader to actually help my clients as I go through because I'm very conscious of the emotional toll that we all go through for any change, but also the toll that We all need to go through and actually that self-care that we need to support ourselves as we move forward. Um, It was an extremely good experience going through that as a clinical therapist and now working with people who are more quote unquote normal um, in that context uh, really establishes a a solid foundation.
0: Wow. I imagine that had to be pretty rewarding um, being able to See someone who was, you know, struggling, if you will, um, but then after completing uh, the things that they needed to complete prior to going home, being a part of that growth process with them.
1: Yeah, it was extremely rewarding um, to see working with that that population and seeing seeing them cycle out of the program and out of the, that system, as well as seeing that same process unfolding with the people I work with now, who again. I'm coaching on them being overwhelmed or changing jobs or losing weight or et cetera. Um, that's a rewarding process and experience to see how I've helped influence people. Now, one of the downsides to working with that population within the clinical side was that there's often a cyclical process whereby because we were working with them in a lockdown facility where we had them under extreme control of what they did what they ate, the medicine that they took, and their observation of their therapy, both group and individual, as soon as we put them back out into their environment, it was, we couldn't control that anymore. Mm. And as much support as we gave to those families to actually support those individuals who are coming through our system, there were times when they actually came back or had to Mm. come back because they, after two, three months, they went back to the same routine. And I think that's a, you know while it was very disheartening to see that happen realizing the environment in which we had set up and established uh, really reinforced some of the practices and the way i think about transformation and change as we think mm-hmm. about even being an entrepreneur in certain ways and that is realizing that we're building a capability we're building actually a foundation of how do we actually move forward and in that context when we think about our environment our environment tries to keep us back into a place in in time that feels comfortable to it. And so for my clinical participants and clients, when we put them back into that environment of their people, places and things, they would go back to their same routines Mm -hmm. as much as we try to coach them out of it. Well, guess what? We still do the same here as we think about as uh, normal people, one in our day-to-day changes of what we're trying to accomplish, or even trying to even change our mindset of going from an employee to an entrepreneur, we're oftentimes brought back to what feels comfortable in that survival mode. And so to your, to your statement and acknowledgement, it's great to be able to influence people in ways that really take hold and take shape, but also realizing how well did we actually integrate these behaviors into these individuals and also acknowledge the things we can't control a la our environments but we have to influence and how do we actually build capabilities to navigate that as we look to do something different.
0: That's awesome. You know, um, you said a couple of key things and I I won't, I won't stay there. That's a different podcast, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) about how our, you know, the way our systems are set up in certain things, it's not Mm -hmm. really set up to um, produce lasting change. Mm -hmm. Um, it, It becomes a revolving door. Yeah. But, um, and we can. I, I'm gonna. I want to. If we can, do our best in to to look at uh, that that past experience that you had with that 24-hour lockdown mm-hmm. facility. But even um, when we're looking at how our life is set up and trained to be employees, mm-hmm. and how we can get stuck in that, even though you're unhappy, you don't like it, you want to mm-hmm. change, but the environment says you know, this is all you can do when you can't get past that or, you know, those different fears that come in It says, yes, even though part of your your heart says, I want to be an entrepreneur. Mm
2: -hmm. How
0: can we break free from that? You know, um, what are some things that uh, you can share with the audience that say, okay, I'm, I'm still an employee. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be Mm -hmm. a full-time entrepreneur, but it seems like I just can't get it together to get it started.
1: Yeah, you know, it's 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 a it's a tough transition for for a number of people to make. I think one of the first things to start off with is just an acknowledgment that what is it that you want to do? In particular is being an entrepreneur really something that you're passionate about. You know, sometimes we're we're fraught with I want to own and own the choice. I want to own what I do. But that could take a lot of different pictures and views and lenses that doesn't mean you have to be an entrepreneur you can be an employee and still have those same feelings and that same capability in that context you have to once you acknowledge really is being an entrepreneur something that you really want now understanding where do you need the support acknowledging that we can't do all this by ourselves realizing that being an entrepreneur and looking at the holistic view of being and running a business is a lot different than actually knowing and having the security of what being an employee offers. In that, we also recognize that there's a lot of unknown in being an entrepreneur. And as we can probably attest, unknown creates a level of anxiousness. And we have to, in that respect, think about being an entrepreneur, not when we're dissatisfied with being an employee, it's about what capabilities have I built along the way to deal with anything that may come. So as an example, a surgeon in the er do they get nervous that answer is yes yeah but guess what they don't know what's coming through that door in any moment in time but they trust their capabilities both in knowing exactly what they know but also trusting their skills to figure it out if they don't
2: Mm, that's good
1: and so as an entrepreneur that level of mindset and unknown is so pervasive and being able to trust our own capabilities to move forward, that's going to extend us to be able to take that voice, to be empowered, to be enlightened, to now be passionate about what we truly want to achieve versus the fear that keeps us in our safety of being an employee. That doesn't mean that I can't be empowered or don't have choice or can't be dominant as an employee working for someone. What it does mean is the behaviors in which you're looking for, one, you have to be very clear that being an entrepreneur is what you really want to achieve. Secondly, realizing the support that you actually can integrate into your life, knowing that you're not going to be able to do it all, especially when you first start off. And the third piece is realizing that there is a lot of unknowns, but those unknowns are going to be built and surrounded by your own capabilities. So trust them.
0: Awesome, yes. So I like what you said because we have to trust in our own capabilities. Um, but I've talked to you know different people, I'm sure that you have, they, it's I wanna do it, but that's the problem that they're having is mm-hmm. trusting or believing in their own abilities. Um, mm-hmm. What are some things that people can do to mm-hmm. really overcome that, because yes, we can label that as fear. We can mm-hmm. um, we can talk about people feeling like they have imposter syndrome, just different things. Yeah. Um, and whether this is whether they, you are an, an entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur, or just someone looking to scale and grow in your current career field, these are things that we have to um, we have to do. We have to trust and believe in ourselves. But mm-hmm. wh- what are some of the things that a person who's struggling in that area that they can do to start to overcome those? You insecurities know,
1: I think, yeah i think it's uh, several things um number one I'll, I'll go back to the support piece you could get a coach to help walk you through that somewhat similar to myself but to do this on your own it first is to acknowledge the emotions that you're actually having and the thoughts that you're giving to yourself right now you're telling yourself a story you created a story of being a victim being a having fear mm-hmm. of loss We have to change that story in our own mind. It's acknowledging that story and that conversation we're having with ourselves, like, you know what? I can't do this, or I don't trust this, or I don't know if I'm good enough to do this. I don't know if I have the energy. I don't know if I have the time. I don't know if I have the money (laughs) to do it. I don't know if I've got the support, even if I leave, what happens if I don't get clients Mm -hmm. or my product doesn't sell? Those are stories that keep us in place, that keep us in our safety. Acknowledge the story. Acknowledge and say, thank you, right? You're keeping me safe. While also acknowledging that I can do this. I can move forward. Once we start to acknowledge the story that we keep telling ourselves that keeps us in place, we now are taking the power away from it. We're taking away that the, the very essence of the stories of vulnerability that lock us into the same box that we've always been in. In that we now can now say we're going to move forward Mm. and do something else. Now, let's be very clear: this is all mental at at this point. (laughs) Um, You know, it's really an exercise of creating the consciousness about it. Because Mm -hmm. as you become an entrepreneur, it's now a function of being conscious about everything that you do and where you're putting your time, your energy, your dollars towards that growth, towards Mm -hmm. that business, towards your clients. Mm-hmm. And so in that, you're taking what's put here mentally in your mind and now bringing it to consciousness to say, okay, now I've owned my truth of that story I was telling myself. Let's tell a different story to mm-hmm.
2: myself. Yeah, yeah. The second,
1: the, and the second part, I would say, for someone who's actually looking to move forward in, the, in that story to sustain and build the momentum, start trying it out, testing it out, testing out what it means to be an entrepreneur. In that, let's make sure that you don't have to have to uh, jump directly in being an entrepreneur from an employee. Um, you can be an employee and still start your business,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and being an entrepreneur and driving that out. So you have the safety of what one hand has of holding on to something, but with your other hand, go out and grab something else, do something else, be that entrepreneur, and go out and start testing out those feelings, testing out what you see and feel uh an experience drive out your business getting clients looking at websites acknowledging where you also again may need support from others because we're not experts at everything all right and being able to pace yourself because i think a lot of us have in our mind that i'm just one day going to flip a switch and i'm an entrepreneur and i'm gonna have a business and let's go mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um where in fact it takes time it takes thought it takes Effort, but for those who are still anguished and telling a, a narrative to themselves in their own story, it's okay to change that narrative while also still holding on to that employee status mm-hmm. and with that other hand going out and testing what really makes sense on being an entrepreneur and building skill sets and your clientele, so that you can ultimately let go of that bar and let go of that safety.
0: You know, I really love the way you brought that great balance there. Um, in in the end of what you said about still being able to be um, a successful employee while you're making that transition uh, or while whether you're going to transition into full-time entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. or if you're testing the waters to see if this is okay is this is really as sexy as what everybody makes it to think Mm -hmm. out to be because you're so right the allure of entrepreneurship is is sexy it's instant you know, there's tons of money to be made. And you know, I went from whatever my career was to now here I am as an entrepreneur, or I went from this rags to riches story. But Mm -hmm. that in-between part is what we're really talking about today. Um, How you prepare yourself and and maintain yourself and build yourself to go through that in-between part before you Mm -hmm. get to the, I'm living this fabulous um, life, excuse me, as an entrepreneur. Right. Um, you talked about making sure that you understand that you cannot do everything by yourself and we need mm-hmm. that support. You know, right. we, we need to acknowledge that and build that team. Um, mm-hmm. and also, uh, when you're coming into an understanding of what your capabilities are and, mm-hmm. and believing in yourself, that is absolutely, um, absolutely important, um, mm-hmm. in doing that. And just, uh, thank you so much for sharing that because I've seen, I've, I've I've seen and I've heard, and I'm sure you have as well, especially in this age of social media where that allure of the sexy part of entrepreneurship is really what's advertised. Yeah. And, you know, that's what people are attracted to. And mm-hmm. we don't fully step into it fully prepared. And yeah. yeah, it probably won't work the way that you're thinking it's going to work. And now mm-hmm. you're stuck. Um, but yeah. being able to keep that safety net of whatever you're career or your job is why you're building and mm-hmm. building the right way is necessary. Now, the things we're talking about, like you said, is it's we're talking about the mental aspect and just mm-hmm. <clears throat> for me as a mindset person, um, to me, that's more important. Even the financial piece, the financial yeah. piece is very important. Mm-hmm. You have to have that part together <laughs> yeah. or, or at least a Absolutely. plan to get it together. That is important. But, um, I know in my acquaintance and just honestly, my first time out as an entrepreneur, it wasn't money that failed me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it wasn't money or lack of a plan that failed me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was me not being prepared mentally mm-hmm. that failed me. So I can't say that first business failed. I failed that first business.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, can you talk to us a, uh, a little bit about that? Uh, continue to speak to us because that's what we've been talking about, you know, that how important it is for an entrepreneur to really be solid in understanding what like you said, is this, is entrepreneurship what I want and are yeah. selling this widgets or providing the service, you know, that is it speaking to my passion, like, mm-hmm. you know, how important is that piece as opposed to the financial aspects of it?
1: Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's so powerful. And it's uh, the reason I start off with that mental piece, because the money, everyone grappled, you know, anchors on that. Um, they anchor on the end result and how sexy it is to be an entrepreneur and own a business. And, and yet, as you alluded to, and I know I've gone to my own experience of where are the biggest struggles, and it's through the mental blocks and through the stories we tell ourselves and, and through our fear and that vulnerability. and. As we were talking even offline one of the big things that I, I mentioned is that we are beyond our, our current situation and in that our situation is can be just about anything but we are beyond that because it's in our minds oftentimes that holds us in place and keeps us locked in um, one of the points I bring up before I get into some of the, the solutions or some of the, the things to think about it from an entrepreneur but when I talk to the individuals of whom I'm coaching one of the first things I tell them is whatever it is that you believe you want to make times it by 10 on what you have to be willing to lose. And if you're not willing to lose that, then quite frankly, you may, this may not be the right path for you.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: And, and we, and in that, there are going to be the ups and downs. And as we think about successful business, It's that combination of really learning via refinement and and finding new opportunities and situations to expand and connecting with ideal customers and always just pushing forward and and quite frankly, also having a little bit of luck, (laughs) right? Um, Because when we get into those times of that vulnerability and acknowledgement that, wow, I am now an entrepreneur and I'm moving forward, and I want to live the vacation life and be my own boss. (laughs) Um, As you mentioned, we don't talk very often about the path to get there. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: that path is not linear. It's up and down. It's fast and it's slow. It's backwards and it's forward and forward. It zigzags in ways that we could never have thought. Mm -hmm. And because of that, into what we've just been describing, that mental side of, of, who we are, our own self-confidence, and how we've built our capabilities to deal with that vulnerability, to deal with the lows. Mm-hmm. And part of that is one driven from a formula of one, do you enjoy what you do?
2: Mm-hmm. Because
1: if you don't enjoy what you're going to be embarking on, quite frankly, you're not going to be able to get through those lows. You're so not true. going to be able to push through.
2: So true. And often,
1: we just see the ownership of business thinking we have a skill set, yet let's get really clear. Do we? Do we have something that people would want to pay for? Mm-hmm. Um, or be it a product, or my thoughts, or whatever it might be, in order for us to move forward. And or is it something that just a few people like as my friend said it was good? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? And there's nothing wrong with that either, right? No, not at all. Yeah. I know some wonderful people who make some great barbecue, but they don't have a restaurant. (laughs) 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 That's a different level of of definition of of enjoyment. Mm -hmm. When you're running a business, enjoyment takes on a lot different feel and look. That enjoyment also feeds into your work ethic Mm -hmm. because you're going to be able to push through long hours of doing tactical activities, which you may be very good at. While also having to do all the strategic activities, I'm thinking, what's the plan? How are we getting there? What's the cost? What is my backup plan? What's my contingency?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Things that we typically don't have to think about when we were employees. The third piece I like to bring up around, you know, as people make the transition, is around our own personal accountability. Mm, that's good. <laughs>
2: that's real good.
1: When we don't have our own. You know, no one's asking us what happened, aside from did the business fail. Or the IRS comes to us and says, "Okay, you owe taxes on this business you haven't made any money on." Yeah. <laughs> right? right now, you want to talk about a mental anguish, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, that will get you. Believe me. Oh yeah. It. Um, you know, but but it's but as we think about or as I think about business and, and, and being a business person, going from an employee to being an entrepreneur, and expanding beyond just what's in between our ears. In that mental side it's truly what are we bringing from the table from an energy standpoint because as you mentioned and Eve and i talked about briefly it's not we always look at the finance piece as the anchoring point of i made money or i'm rich and i'm living that vacation life when in fact success and failure is the margins are really thin and small on that what will get you through regardless of the position and what will sustain is your enjoyment, work ethic, and your own accountability. Mm-hmm. And, and as I mentioned before, no person is an island. Know what you know, know what you don't.
0: Exactly. Support.
2: You
1: know, Always get your support.
0: That very well said. I mean, without without um, your power team, and, I, and, and that's a term that I picked up um, mm-hmm. from uh, Elite Legacy Education. It's a
2: mm-hmm.
0: company that uh, Robert Kiyosaki started a number of years mm-hmm. ago. And they trained real estate investors in some of his techniques and strategies. And me and my husband um, love a lot of the work uh, that Robert Kiyosaki does, several of his Mm, books. And so, anywho, when we wanted to be real estate investors, we invested into that program. And we understood that he teaches business building strategies. Mm -hmm. That's what the majority of the course load is about, not Mm -hmm. how do you flip a house, you know, how do you take over a payment? You learn that. Mm-hmm. But mostly the business building strategy, and the number one thing that he talks about the most is a power team.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you said, knowing what you know and knowing what you don't know, mm-hmm. and being able to collaborate with the professionals in those the subject matter experts in the areas that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So let them be great at what they do. Yes. And that builds your business. Um, mm-hmm. that's a very key thing in this transition into entrepreneurship. We in whatever job you're working, HR is HR. Yeah. If you're a frontline supervisor of the widget building facility, you don't take care of HR. Right. HR take takes care of HR, you know. That's right. Admin does admin, you know, mm-hmm. you know. And but when you're that entrepreneur, you become all of those things in the beginning. Yeah. Yes. And so You've learned quickly how you know what's the best route I can take. What's the most economical route I can take? What relationship can I build in exchange of goods or services in order to get this individual that I can't afford to pay, but right. to get them to provide me that product or service in yeah. exchange for something that I can do for them or a connection that I can make for them. Right. Those things are necessary, but I don't think anything that you said was as powerful as your first statement. You have to be willing to lose. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to lose. And um, the allure, and again, we're a show that encourages entrepreneurship, but I also want people to understand the realism in it. Yeah. The 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 wonderful things we see on social media about it, um, very few people are speaking the truth about what takes place in the middle. Mm -hmm. And that's the loss yeah you know you know some of um a lot of people that we study um as entrepreneurs those people that get really real about it their story is all of the failures that it took mm-hmm. to get to the success that they have you know mm-hmm. currently whenever they wrote that book and yeah social media doesn't always portray that if I'm not
2: yeah.
0: I remember there was a, um I was listening to a sermon and it was directed towards people Understanding the importance of building and having friends and relationships,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, the the speaker said, if you're not willing to let someone get close enough to you to hurt you, you don't want to build a relationship. Right. And that's the same thing with uh, your business aspirations mm-hmm. um, as an entrepreneur. If you're not willing to lose whatever it is you've put together in order to see this success, are you really ready? To step out into um, entrepreneurship, right. and that I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that statement quite the way that you did. It's, it's very in your face, and it's very real. Mm-hmm. If, if if you are not prepared for that, if you're not okay with that, um, this might not be for you. Right. At least not right now.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, and and it's just the honesty that comes along with it. Um, to your statement we often don't talk about those points in the middle or even how we start. And, you know, I know for me in starting my business, you know, there's a lot of failure and heck I, I lost almost 80%, 90% of what I had yeah. like, okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now was that because I made bad decisions? Was it because I made, uh, wasn't ready? Was it because the market wasn't ready? Um, I mean there's a lot of factors on reasons businesses or even my my stuff failed or wasn't as successful in what i was willing to lose
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and i had more outcome than i did income <laughs> and the reality was the plan was a plan
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the plan was good but let's be clear the path is your path
2: mm-hmm. and
1: sometimes that path is zigzag backwards and forward and it forced me to really shuffle and be get get clear on what it is that i wanted and who i was targeting
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and but the path was still the path i was still going down it it just wasn't making any money and but it's a learning experience in that in that way it's that refinement and it's something i was willing to do now i I say all that and and i don't mean to be flippant about it saying hey you know, if you're not willing to take the risk, then don't do it. Um, I still say take the risk, but I, I also recognize and why I bring up support so so often is because I'm willing to lose that 80 to 90% of what I have because I have a support system that says, okay, go for it. Mm-hmm. And if something were to happen, you know, we we will will support you and, you know, we'll be your investors and we'll we'll bring you back up, make you, you know even if not whole mm-hmm. um, friends that are constantly supportive in that respect as well and family.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But in that respect, recognizing that some people don't have that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Some people don't have that, that level of support, be it financially or emotionally
2: mm-hmm.
1: to say, go out there and do it. We got you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, there's an acknowledgement. I want to just afford us in this conversation to say, well, it's easy if you've got that already. Right? <laughs> right, right. If right. you've got if you people, it's like, all right, great. But it's also the reason I say, don't be afraid to, while you're an employee, hold on to that job with one hand. But you mm-hmm. got a free hand. Yeah. Go out there and That's grab it. what you want. Take it. Start That's building it. it.
2: That's and it.
1: Then, then slowly get away when it when it feels right for you. But also be clear, it's okay if you fail. Mm-hmm. That's part of the process. That's part yes. of the growth. Yes. And that's when you are start to refine who you are. And even I, even I di- identify even your product, as well as where do you really need support? Because I know right to this day, I, I have you know my, my PR team for my book. They run my social media. They update my, my website. They do everything. Mm-hmm. I know that's not my sweet spot. I just know it. I know what I want to say. I know what I want, it, I want it to look like. It would take me years to try to figure out how to do all that stuff. And not that it's hard, but because my mind is, works in other ways and I'm gonna to have to learn it
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then go try to do it all at the same time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's gonna be frustrating. And then it's gonna be slow. Yes. It's no different than me having my editor and for my book and my, and she was also my book coach. Because writing for a book is a heck of a lot different than writing scholastically, uh, <laughs> writing, writing papers. Yes. <laughs> and so you have to be able to tell a good story. And it's like, all right, now I've got to be able to share in ways that I've never really shared before. Also, it's my personality as well, being a psychologist, you don't share your thoughts. <laughs> now writing a book, you got to share your thoughts. like, okay, okay, well, what does this look like? So guess what? I, I know I have something to say. I know I have something to write. But let's be clear. It wasn't as as good as it needed to be. And I recognize that. Mm -hmm. So I was willing to fail in that respect Mm -hmm. in order for me to actually get a product that ultimately came out and be the person and author that this book needed me to be. Yes. So I bring that up in in that context of recognizing it's okay for that failure, but using it as a place of reference and not Mm -hmm. of resident. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Realizing that you also have a support system there, too, and be willing to take that risk.
0: Yeah, it absolutely, you know, it's and I I, like I said <clears throat> that, that our first business, I failed the business. Um mm-hmm. and it the, that biggest failure was for, for me. Um I didn't think about the contingency. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about the possibility of failure. It mm-hmm. was youth, excitement and naivety, a whole lot of things. And uh, that first uh business was in real estate investing
2: Mm
0: -hmm. and it was doing creative real estate investing. And, you know, we bought into this program. My husband was going to Iraq for the initial invasion of Baghdad Mm -hmm. and at one job, and that one job was to study this material, learn the strategies, come up with the financial plan and execute it and have at least one property the time he returned which was going to be a year later so i had a Mm -hmm. year to work it out Mm -hmm. and i did some of the steps Mm -hmm. i found the property i studied the material Mm -hmm. i gave him a financial plan but never did i think about the reality of losing and -hmm. was that something that we were prepared to do
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and we lost we lost big Mm -hmm. Um, because the what After acquiring the property, and we moved out of where we were living, and moved into the property, and Mm -hmm. began to do the work while living in the property.
2: Mm.
0: Well, I forgot, and I didn't forget a significant step. It was another part of the program that I didn't study because I didn't own that second piece. I didn't buy that second piece that would have told me you're missing some documents, Laquita, to make sure that that owner couldn't come back and get that property. So Mm. guess what? The owner came back and got the property, and now Mm. my family's homeless.
2: Mm.
0: And by the way, he, my husband had just only been home from Iraq for like two weeks. Wow. And so, you know, I found myself in the middle of this situation. I, wow. I had failed miserably mm-hmm. in a very, um, in a very real way. Mm-hmm. And that's where that support system comes into place. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thank God for the support of my husband, of friends, of family. And mm-hmm. so we weren't homeless, uh, but a few days. Sure. And we were able to move into somewhere else, uh, quite quickly, but the biggest failure wasn't in the homelessness for me. It was, I began to doubt my ability and mm-hmm. the things that I said that I had passion for. And mm-hmm. I was kind of, like you said, you don't sit in it. You learn from it.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: sat in it for a while, mm-hmm. for a long while, actually,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, mm-hmm. before I got up and, um, begin to look at okay, this is the things that I learned from my failure, mm-hmm. so I need to go out and take what I do know that does work, put the other pieces to it that I didn't know before
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then you know uh, in in two thousand and eight that that failure happened to us in two thousand and four okay uh I sat in it for like I said a while. Mm-hmm. We didn't purchase our first uh, rental property until 2008 when the okay. market was crashing. Okay. Um, but that that mental piece that that it is so that that's why that, that statement is so powerful. You have to be willing to lose something.
2: But yeah. know that
0: the quote loss is a loss. It's a learning right. experience and don't sit in it. Take what you've learned, grow from it. Preferably, you have support. And even and if you don't have support, because like I said, everybody doesn't. And if yeah. you don't have support, you still need to be able to, at minimum, encourage yourself through this process mm-hmm. and yeah. connect with a coach or a mentor or someone that can help you work through that process mm-hmm. so that you can take those experiences and build and grow from them. Because um, the failure happens.
1: Absolutely. It, 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 it happens. happens. It's, yeah, it's... Uh unavoidable in, in a number of ways and it may not be losing a home or losing 80 to 90 percent of what you have
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know it could be you know just wasted time and money that you now have to go back and do something and so it, you know while we're while we're talking about some pretty sizable and real changes and real uh impacts in our both our stories but the biggest thing that you know i think what our stories also articulate is we had one the perseverance and we had capabilities to actually move forward mm-hmm. we had the foundation to say okay let's let's go now as you articulated that doesn't come immediately no <laughs> right? there's, there's that there's that emotional side, like oh poop!" Um, yeah. like, I, like, I don't want to go through this ever again it's mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to feel like this and there's a certain level of I'm not gonna say shame oh, I'll, I'll say it's shame but I know it's a little bit harsh but there's a, when we are failing and it's visible that others yes. can see and are experiencing yes. that's what they're going to anchor on of like oh are you still making the right decision that's mm-hmm. when the questions start coming in from the outside yeah. to keep you oh, right yeah. where you are
2: mm-hmm. right
1: um and that's when the questions start coming and percolating within ourselves saying are we making the right decision well you lost you know 80 90 percent So, what did what did you is this the right decision?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the reality is, it, the answer is yes. But now yeah. it's about refining. Um, one of the great things about also being an entrepreneur is that we can always be employees. <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> this is true. This we, is can so always true. Go,
1: we, we can always go back. Because yeah. um, back is where it's comfortable and where mm-hmm. the boxes will always be.
2: Mm-hmm. What is
1: less so available is being that entrepreneur. We can't yeah. always say yes to that.
2: This is and, true.
1: And so realizing that as do build capabilities to withstand the failures, um, it's funny, I was, I was describing to my friend, uh, he was teaching his son how to ride a bicycle, and his and the son was scared to ride. And I said, "Well, the fear isn't the riding of the bicycle, it's probably the fear of falling. Mm-hmm. So teach him how to fall. And on grass, just teaching him how, just teach him how to fall off his bike just rolling off and so forth and so on and take the fear out of falling
2: mm.
1: now when we actually teach him to ride a bike now you're teaching balance rather than navigating the fear of falling
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's created. and so it's it's those things when you teach someone to get up yes. and that, that's the ultimate point right you're teaching yeah. them to get up but also you're going to fall Here's how you can do it. If you are thinking about, or you feel like you're losing your balance, here's how you can navigate that. And I'm teaching you to get back up. Yes, We're not necessarily taught that. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> that, that that's right. so true.
1: Get on the <laughs> bike and start balancing. These train yep. wheels are going off and somebody's holding <laughs> you up behind you. It's like, well,
0: yeah,
1: but I'm not afraid of riding a bike. I'm far, afraid of falling. But
0: you're so right. It's, it's, and, you know, and we think about it in our culture, just as Americans, that's not, we're, we're not taught about mm-hmm. falling or failure. Mm-hmm. It's looked at in a negative stereotype. It's a very negative connotations behind quote failure mm-hmm. um, and very small pockets of people, uh, talk about the positive aspects of failure you know like yeah. failure you know failure is not final it, it, it's yeah. just a step in the process and how do we grow from that we're, we're not taught that and then you hit on something else that was really key um shame is a harsh word but i think it was appropriate because again it, it in our culture i can only speak to our culture as americans mm-hmm. um it's 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 very well taught. No matter what your income status is, that you look good. I don't care if it's if it's (laughs) jacked up. (laughs) Yes, you could not have a pot or a window, but you look like you have it together. (laughs) Absolutely, that's (laughs) it. (laughs) When your whole you know quote failure is on display for people, Mm -hmm. and because of the negativity that's been attached to failure, Mm -hmm. that doesn't help you in your mental to overcome it. Like I'm so focused on, you know, what people are thinking and you know what kind of perception that I'm giving off in mm-hmm. the fact that I am failing. Because when you're setting the business up, you know, all positive energy is put into it. You have all mm-hmm. of these wonderful things to say and et cetera, et cetera. And now things are shaky mm-hmm. and now people can see the shaky and they're only commenting yeah. on the shaky commenting. <laughs> they weren't commenting, <laughs> they weren't commenting right. on the stuff when it was working right, but now I yeah. commented on the shaky. And it's like as, as entrepreneurs, we have a lot of mm-hmm. things that we have to deal with and mm-hmm. mentally and emotionally. And that's why um for me, being successful in, in the world of entrepreneurship, it if I could say 80-20 and somebody not snap back at me, I really would say 80-20. You know, 80, 80% of it is. Having my mental and my emotional together, right, and that includes having a positive support system. Yeah, and that twenty percent is having a strong uh, financial foundation, or mm-hmm. you know, a good plan. If I have yeah. a good plan, yeah, and people who believe in me and investing in me, it doesn't matter whether I have the money or not. I I have mm-hmm. a plan to get it. That's mm-hmm. the twenty percent of it. Um,
2: yeah,
0: because a, a yeah. lot of people don't bounce back. Entrepreneurs, and it's not because of lack of funding. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they fail, because the idea was great, you still have people who would be willing to help fund it. Right. But they can't bounce back from where they've gone to in their emotions in their mind right. to be able to start again.
1: Yeah, that judgment is from others, and the judgment mm-hmm. we place on ourselves. Yeah. Carries such a burden. It does. Wait, and to go and do something else can paralyze Mm. a number of people or Mm. to what we've been talking about create the fear before it's even started
0: wow yeah 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 that's good that's good you know um we've talked about so many great things today it's just that um and i really appreciate you coming on because train that that transition that we take from employee to entrepreneur being able to overcome the fear and Mm -hmm. um, Having people around you that can help you provide Continue to provide you with the support that you need is absolutely um, As absolutely necessary, but uh, if you could before you go um, Mm -hmm. You've been giving so many tools. So with this next question is just I really to get you to give me a few more <laughs> Okay. because <All right. laughs> you've given us so many tools but yeah. like some of the keys for continuous development you know when we're making that transition from entrepreneurship from employee to entrepreneurship it's important um, that we develop ourselves as full-time entrepreneurs it's important that we develop ourselves um whether you're selling a product or service you're selling mm-hmm. yourself Yes. Yeah. You're selling yourself. So, yes. you know, if, if you could give us maybe like three tools uh, for continuous development.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. Continuous development is key being an entrepreneur, um, because we have to plan for two years out, not for yesterday. Yeah. And so in that the first tool is recognizing number one, where are your, where are your customer needs? Who are your customer and where are their needs evolving? and being very conscious about that, being very intentional about how you are paying attention to their behaviors. That will, in and of itself, afford you to continuously learn about what your customers are going to be needing a year from now, two years from now. And in that context, you can plan ahead and see how then your plan evolves and business evolves as a result. So I know for me, as a coach, I know my clients are constantly evolving because, one, I'm evolving. (laughs) And so what I'm looking for and what I'm actually addressing in my content, while the questions and the path may be, or plan may be the same, the path is a heck of a lot different. So I'm very conscious about that. The second piece I would say is who are you learning from? Mm -hmm. Being from a mentorship standpoint, what are you reading? Uh, What art conferences are you going to, what podcasts are you listening to? Our evolution of thought around others' expertise, potentially in different industry and sometimes in our own, offers us a chance to continuously develop and grow. It takes an opportunity to learn just small nuggets of thought that may be transferable, even just in the slightest way, for our development. I know for me, one of the big things that I take away from my mentorship program is that I can actually sit down and I learned so much from the community. I learned so much from this individual to actually take their thoughts and see how I can now, how one, they've been successful, but also now pulling that into my life, to my business, to make the story fit for me.
2: Mm, yes, yes. Um, the third
1: thing I would say from a development standpoint is give yourself the chance to just sit down and think. Mm. <laughs> think about your plan to date and your business. You know, what's working? What isn't? Does it feel right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, a lot of times we look in those first two examples are external, observational, conversational. This third point is about you and what's internally. What mm-hmm. do you do? Where are you pushing forward? What has worked? Potentially, what did you just sweep underneath the rug that you can either refine or now fully address? Um, because of that, that gives us a chance to quiet the noise of which others in our environment or customers may pro- offer a fake facade. And look no further than the last 18 months, 19 months of COVID. For those who were actually, who had built strong businesses and plans to help to navigate a contingency, mm-hmm. most of them actually succeeded or yes. they were able to pivot fairly quickly. Yes, yes. As a result, yes. Those that weren't, I can't say they didn't necessarily didn't have the skill set or capability as much as they weren't as fluid in being able to meet that need. Mm -hmm. That's also the same that goes true for people. Mm -hmm. Those that were frantic and anxiety ridden, quite frankly, had built their anxiety around outside voices, outside entities, outside circles to keep them busy. They were not conscious to the noise within their own mind. Mm-hmm. And as such, the third thing from a development standpoint is constantly being in tune with yourself, acknowledging what are what's working, what isn't, what feels right, because that emotional side often gets lost in the noise of sometimes our mentors and even our our customers on what they want.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. That's real good. And uh, Dr. Ian, you have shared some amazing information. Uh, Nuggets, tools, if you will, with us today. And we do greatly appreciate it. Um, thank you so much uh, for being an amazing guest.
2: Oh, Guys, you.
0: If, if you have not uh, benefited from today's episode, I just don't know what to say. Uh, I know your fingers, your hands should have been busy there taking those notes, whether you were writing them down or typing them. Uh, Dr. Ian has given us some amazing tools to be able to continuously grow. In our personal development, in our walk as entrepreneurs. And if you're preparing to be an entrepreneur, these tools are definitely help you build a firm foundation. Won't promise you that failure won't happen, Mm -hmm. but when we have a firm foundation, the failures come less often, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. come less often, right? You know, me being from um, the South in Mississippi, the way the structure of our homes are built, when that hard wind blows, it might lean to the left or to the right if it's mm-hmm. built right, but it won't snap. Right. You know, if that foundation is right, um, it will stay there. Now, that's not to say that a category five won't take you out.
2: Right. But you can always <laughs> right. rebuild,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my family survived Hurricane Katrina and Mm -hmm. and, uh, some of the homes were blown away, but they got to rebuild because that solid foundation was still there.
2: Sure. That's it. That solid
0: foundation was still there. So there was something there to help um, in the rebuilding process. So uh, again, guys, uh, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of uh, Laquita's Toolbox Live. Uh, Dr. Ian, before we go, uh, I know uh, if you can, please tell us more about your book and how to contact you.
1: Yeah, no, Laquita, this has been a great conversation today. Um, Yeah, so about my book, Intention, Building Capabilities to Transform Your Story. Um, It's no different than what Laquita said. It's about having that solid foundation. And it starts with the discovering really what your passion is, what your value is, and then goes into the principle of you. It really affords and drives through a guided uh, process to bring depth to our own transformation, be it going from an employee to an entrepreneur, or heck, maybe just even trying to lose lose ten pounds uh, for that that family reunion, it really is now looking at building capabilities to, for sustainment and integrating that into your life. Now, this book is uh, available on uh, uh, Barnes and Noble as well as Amazon. Um, there is an ebook version as well as a soft copy, and here, in not too distant future, there will be an audio book. Um, if you'd like to reach out to me, I can be found uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. B underscore intention, or you can go to my business website, which is rhodessmith.com. That's That's R-H-O-D-E-S-S-M-I-T-H.com. There you'll see um, an overview of my coaching, both individual and group coaching that's available, as well as this podcast and others, if you'd like to hear other points of conversation, as well as Again, a place where you can actually click on and see reviews of my book, as well as click on links to Amazon and Barnes & Noble to actually purchase it as well.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you guys. So those of you that are saying, okay, Laquita, I heard what he said, but I didn't get a chance to write it down. Have no fear. All of his relevant contact information and links will be found in the show notes and in the comment section. So um, after you after you've listened to the show, just check that comment section, check the show notes and click on those links. And you'll be able to go out to his website, um, the email address, if you want to send him a quick email, we can do that as well, as well as a link to how to purchase the book from Amazon and uh, from Barnes and Noble. So, those means of, uh, of reaching out to him will be available to you there in the show notes and in the comment section again guys thank you so much this is laquita Monley, and this has been an amazing episode of laquita's toolbox live if you have just uh joined us for the first time again please let's hit those like follow and share buttons on your favorite podcast listening platform i want to hear from you please uh be so gracious as to leave a review Uh, And that's whether you like the show or didn't like the show. If you liked it, let us know what you liked about it. If you did not like it, let us know what you think we can do to improve and to bring more value uh, to our listening audience. Until next time, this is Laquita Monley, and you guys have a blessed day. This has been another amazing episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I'd like to thank you guys so much for the show today. I'd love to hear from you. We really want to get your feedback. I want to know if there's things on here that you love. And I do want to know if there's things on here that you don't love. So make sure to look in the show notes and find our calendar link as well as our email address because we want to hear from you. Go out to your favorite podcast listing platform and leave us a review. If you liked it, I want to hear from you. If you didn't like it, I really like your honest feedback on what we can do to make the show better. Again, if you liked it or if you didn't like it, we do want to hear from you. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast listing platform. I'd also like to take this time once again to thank the sponsors of today's episode. And that's Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory store that is fearfully and wonderfully made. If you want to hear the message of Christ and Christianity, then go to their website at www.covenant-press.com. For the next 24 hours, you will get half off the purchase of $40 or more using discount code FAVORED at the checkout. Sign up and become a member to receive points for future purchases. Again, that's covenantpress.com www.covenant-press.com To get half off your purchase of $40 or more, make sure you put favored in that discount code at the checkout. Tell your friends and your family all about CovenantPress.com, so that we can all participate in sharing the message. Thank you, guys, so much again. This is LaQuita Monley, and I pray that you have a blessed day.